Trinity and Farcross are two EU-funded projects that flirt with the task of improving cross-border electricity interconnections. Trinity is focusing more on southeastern Europe, while Farcross focuses on bringing together the major stakeholders of the entire continent. Together with Alvaro Nofuentes, project coordinator of Trinity, and Anastasis Zumbas, technical manager of Farcross, and my guest for this episode, we are going to discuss the similarities and the differences between the two projects, as well as ways that they can collaborate to promote cross-border collaboration in a major scale. Welcome to the EU Project Zone, a podcast series from Enlit and Friends, focusing on the energy transition and the EU Commission-funded projects that will help us achieve it. My name is Areti Daradimu, and I am the host of the EU Project Zone. Alvaro and Anastasis, thank you very much for being here with me today. Would you please describe in a few words the project and let's start with Trinity. Okay, thank you for having us here, it's, it's a pleasure. And uh, well, just in, uh, in a couple of sentences, uh, Trinity is a project that uh, is uh, enhancing the collaboration between the transmission system operators of uh, Southeastern Europe uh, region. And also the, we are facilitating the integration of the electricity markets whilst increasing the share of renewables in the, in the region. And we are doing so mainly via the development of four technical products. And what about Farcross, Anastasis? Thank you, Areti, for the invitation. I'm very glad to be here. Um, Farcross is a four years project with uh, 32 partners aiming to um, facilitate the cross-border uh, flows between countries and also to unlock the capacities of the existing uh, grids. Uh, we have five demonstrations in eight uh, countries in the southeast uh, Europe and uh, currently we are in the second year of the demonstration. Alvaro, what would you say are the points that the two projects have in common? Well, I think that uh, maybe he can correct me, but the main point of, uh, of both projects is the aim of improving the cross-border uh, uh, flow of uh, electricity in, uh, in the Southeastern Europe region, but also in the, in the Central European uh, region. And, uh, well... Uh, after some talks, we figured out that we have uh, a lot of uh, synergy, synergy potential. And uh, we, together we have uh, developed a, a common paper in which uh, we saw how the, our technologies are complementary and can uh, facilitate the, the maximization of, of cross-border flows in different, uh, in different regions. You agree, uh, Anastasis? Yes, it's like uh, what uh, Alvaro said. And um, we have, for example, uh, a specific demonstration that has a hardware based on uh, modular power flow controllers to uh, unlock uh, capacity and, uh, in congested uh, lines and uh, balance the, the flows. And, uh, and in parallel, uh, Trinity has a a software solution that uh, makes a complementary job, let's say the Sentinel uh, platform, which uh, the combination of both uh, maximizes, we believe that would maximize the benefits for the cross-border lines. 
But would you say, Anastasi, that uh, there are also some points where you struggle to connect? Yes, to be honest, we after the first let's say clustering event that we started let's say communicate and see potential points, we have also tried to see other points of interest. For example, in some auction algorithms about cross-border trade, but it looked that the benefits perhaps could not be so. Uh, much, let's say, attractive. And so we focused on where we have some initial results about an, an initial analysis that we've da done that uh, we think that makes uh, it's a reasonable, uh, let's say, topic to invest more on that. Alvaro, you agree? You have something to add? No, no, I, uh, I totally agree. I mean, we, we have explored some other topics, but I mean, this uh, cross-border management of, of physical flows is the... Is the is the, the logical point of starting our collaboration. Now let's go back a little bit uh, to, the, to, to, to the collaboration between you and the cross-border collaboration specifically that you mentioned that is basically a focus point of uh, both projects. Um, and right now in Europe, there is a big discussion about cross-border collaborations on, main, on various levels. Energy is no exception. What is your take on this conversation since you are already part of it? Uh, Alvaro, would you like to go first? Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, the main uh, contribution that uh, Trinity is doing in, in that point is, as uh, Anastasis has mentioned, the, the T-Sentinel toolset, which is uh, this tool that uh, performs uh, power quality checks in, in close to real time and also performs uh, redispatching cost sharing. Uh, trying to maximize the, the number of renewables that can uh, flow between the, the different borders. And this is our main uh, main point. I mean, do this, uh, this technology to, to, to enhance this, uh, this issue. And for Farcross? Uh, I fully agree with what Alvaro said. These uh, technologies that in, increase the, and uh, balances the flow between countries are very important and we are focusing in both uh, projects. Uh, we also focus also on the security and the resilience of the grid. So we have uh, also solution, for example, the OnePack, the Wide Area Monitoring and Control uh, solution that uh, uh, analyzes the, um, the grid uh, status and uh, can provide warnings of uh, various uh, incidents that could uh, affect, let's say, the stability and the security of the grid and provide valuable information uh, real time to the operators. So yes, we not only the, the flow control, but also security and resilience, especially in these times that we have also the, the war in Ukraine, that we have seen that uh, security is a critical, let's say, topic. Absolutely. You, you made a good point there with the war in, in Ukraine, where cross-border border collaboration has proved to be difficult but absolutely necessary. So how difficult is it to unlock resources for the cross-border collaboration flows, given the different rules and regulations in various uh, uh, European members? Let's forget the war for now, that is a problem on its own, and talk about our own uh, rules and regulations uh, that might uh, prohibit us. So would you like to start, uh, yes. Anastasi? Uh, thank you. Um, 
In FACROS, we have foreseen this need and we have a specific work package that deals with uh, um, harmonization of the network codes and regulation in Europe. Uh, since uh, there are uh, gaps between uh, countries, for example, in more than 10% of the countries we have differences in uh, price convergence uh, in cross-border, let's say, trade. So what uh, we're trying to do is to, pro to propose uh, new pathways towards uh, network codes uh, harmonization and try to take part in the decision-making process when new codes, let's say, are being developed at the EU level. Alvaro, building on what Anastasi said, how can the Commission and local authorities assist? Yes, yeah, sure. I mean, um, the, the main point in which the, the, the European Commission can assist is that, uh, of course, um, promoting this, uh, this kind of project because we do a lot of, of research that allows to, to provide meaningful uh, insights to, to, that, to that process. Also, I think that it is very important that the European Commission focus not only on how to, let's say, mobilize these, uh, these resources, uh, but also to, to think about what type of resources uh, we want to mobilize. I mean, for solving some uh, adequacy problems or cross-border problems in the, in the region, uh, we need to ensure that the, the flows of energy as are as greener as possible. So we need to, to mobilize uh, the, the maximum number of, uh, of renewable, energy, renewable energy units. And for that reason, we, we should uh, perform, well, technology that uh, optimizes the, these cross-border flows using as a main uh, optimization variable the, the, green, uh, the green energy. And I guess that the European Commission is with the last directives um, that uh, they are that they are uh, promoting, like the the RepowerEU or the last uh, emergency regulations uh, within the the RepowerEU, they are putting the focus on this. Can we mobilize uh, these uh, renewable energy sources and still have a resilient and safe grid, uh, uh, Anastasis? I think yes, but uh, the grids are not uh, yet uh, ready for that. So we need to apply innovation in a way that uh, ensures that uh, stability will remain. And um, tools like uh, the modular power flow controllers or uh, smart uh, software solutions uh, like the Sentinel from uh, Trinity or um, forecast solution that we have, uh, for example, in, um, uh, in FACROS, uh, it's called, called the European platform, could, uh, let's say, uh, help towards this direction. Uh, Alvaro, do you agree? Yeah, yeah sure. I mean, the, um, the, main, uh, the main point is to, to have uh, a green energy electricity system, but as you have said, uh, ensuring the, the quality of supply and I mean, all the, the technologies that we are developing, both in Farcross, in, in Trinity, and in previous projects like, like Crossbow, we are, we, are, we are ensuring this. I mean, it is, there is no point on, on for example, 
uh, increasing the sale of, of renewables if these renewables won't, won't come to the to the households of the of the people. So, technology and and security supply are for me at the more or less the same importance level. So my last question now, since you mentioned technologies for both of you and Anastasia, you can start, is which technologies are the ones that are more important and that uh, uh, Farcross is promoting? In Farcross, uh, we have uh, a few technologies that can support this transition. One is the um, modular power flow controllers that uh, we have already discussed about it. We also focus on dynamic line rating uh, solution. Um, um, we focus on uh, the wide area monitoring and uh, control uh, systems, the so-called WAMPAC, and um, software solution like the European that is a deep modeling, uh, deep learning uh, prediction uh, tool for the network uh, grid status, as well as uh, novel uh, auction algorithms that facilitate the trade between countries. Alvaro, same question for you for Trinity. Yeah, uh, well, I will try to, to be brief. Uh, our main focus are uh, software solutions to increase the, the smartness of, of, the, of the country, of the overall grid. And we are developing four uh, software products. The first one I already mentioned, the T-Sentinel toolset, which is a, a tool addressed for the for the regional security center of the region. Also, we have the, the T-Coordination platform, which is a tool to facilitate the, the communication between the, the different TSOs in the, in the region. Now they are relying on phones or emails. Now they have an adapted platform for, for doing this. Also, we have a, a software with different models to facilitate the the market uh, integration of in the in the region, intraday markets, guarantees of origin markets, capacity markets, and also bilateral trading. And finally, we have another software for the REST operators or the REST promoters in order to facilitate the, their operation and increase the, the serve renewables in the region. Alvaro, Anastas, thank you very much for this interesting conversation. Thank you. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. And thank you for joining us. You've been listening to the EU Project Zone podcast, brought to you by Enlit and Friends. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, and the Enlit Europe website. Just hit subscribe, and you can access our other episodes too. I am Areti Daradimu, host of this podcast series, and I thank you for joining us. <music> <music>